Jack of All Nerds is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Give us any chance, we'll take it. It's 8 p.m., kitties, and you know what that means. Guy love, he's mine, I'm his. There's nothing gay about it in our eyes. You puny rangers, make my monster grow! Oh no, guys, it's Bill Vitor. We need Krispy Kreme Megazord power now! Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Oh, you think grilling is your ally? Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? You've been listening to the G-Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show! Welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me on the other side of the table for a change. It's uh, <clears throat> it's very weird. It's uh, it is and, and unnatural. I don't like it because I can look you in the eye. Yeah, I you know, <laughs> it's felt a lot better when I just know you're looking at my backside. Um, <laughs> you know, just like when you guys are in the bedroom. Whoa! Whoa! Starting the show off strong. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, I so juice. I guess uh, I guess the bottom to Danny's top. Derek Murray, everybody. <laughs> That's right, bitch. Oh, it's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a good show. Guys. How you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Hey, you don't talk to him unless I say you can talk to him. Uh, wow. <laughs> And, it's okay, uh, you can talk to him. And the dominatrix in the booth, Danny Anthony, everybody. <laughs> Yo. Um, which, so this is something that's weird. Yeah, um, new new format. Yeah, so Chaotic is now on the YouTube. Yep. And, As they say. Yes. If uh, you want to see uh, Mike and Derek, uh, just go to YouTube.com and type in Chaotic Radio. You can. And yeah. uh, We're live streaming. Live streaming. We've got two people watching us right now. How creepy what? is that? Do we really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is it you? And you can't tell. Am I, my, I think I'm one of them. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I am watching us on the screen here. So, And I'm guessing the other one's Danny because he's probably got it on in there. Uh, it is me. <laughs> it is me. All, All right. right. So for those of you uh, not Woo. watching us live, hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. Killing the game. <laughs> Look at the camera. Anywho. Uh, but we are still uh, audio just, as I just, well. I just like strike a pose and just wait until <laughs> just you, wait the whole just, show. No, just strike a pose and wait until the delay actually catches up with what's <laughs> happening. You should do because, like every great late night host has a useless sidekick. You should totally be <laughs> that guy and just like you know, finger guns like to the camera. Well, Derek, you're the Emilio to okay. Mike's <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Hello. Wow. <laughs> That is some that is some wacky wild stuff. <laughs> Holy live streaming YouTube Batman. <laughs> uh, well, oh, wow. so that's happening. Anyway, uh. um, for those of you that are used to just listening to us, <laughs> let's get on with the show. 
Yeah. So tonight uh, is going to be a Fast and Furious episode. Oh, yeah. In, in that, we're, we are not talking about the movie oh. Fast and uh, Fate of the Furious. Sorry. Um, but we're going to make up our own. <laughs> because Which is infinitely better. I well, because we, I think Hollywood's running out of ideas yeah, for the Fast and Furious series. And and I think we need to... And I think we've like, regardless of whether they have ideas or not, I feel like this franchise will never die. So, I don't think it will. No. no, no, no. They've they've already said that they're only going to do ten. Oh, only. <laughs> well, <laughs> unlike Michael Bay, who's like, I want to make twenty-two Transformer movies. Yeah, no. They've already said they only want to do ten, but <laughs> but oh, there's, Hobbs, there is a but. Hobbs and Jason Sa- Jason Statham's character are both getting spinoffs. They are. Why can't they just have a joint spinoff, a buddy cop, Hobbs and Deckard? Right? That's yeah, like, yeah. I think that's like, the, I think that's the spinoff they're getting. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. It's a Hobbs and Deckard okay. spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, actually. so am I. Actually, actually, fun fact: Did you know that they had a post-credit scene uh, that was in the Rocky style, uh, <laughs> where they actually had Hobbs and Deckard? In a ring, getting ready to fight. Oh God! Uh, as in the total like Rocky versus Creed type of fight, the whole thing, right? The bell rings. They go into fight, and one Hobbs, I think, stops and goes, "Wait, why are we fighting each other? We should be working together instead of working for that idiot." And it was a slight, specifically at Vin Diesel, and he demanded that that scene be taken out from the post credits, <laughs> which, um, which would explain why it wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it was, it's not it about family. Yeah, no, it was a big deal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we're gonna we we're gonna make a prequel uh, to Fast and the Furious called Fast. Uh, it's, <laughs> not it's, so furious. It's before they were furious. This mm. is their high school. It's actually they don't even have. Uh, they're not even old enough to drive cars yet. So they race. Schwins Other and things. We'll figure it out, uh, and we'll figure out the casting of that as well. So we're gonna do that, and then they're gonna there's gonna be like a, when they're old. And they're they're not fast anymore. They're just furious. I love it. I <laughs> fucking love it. <laughs> I've actually I've already done I've already done this where I I put up a post about how we're only about two sequels away from Fast and the Furious in space. That's gonna and happen. I'm pretty dude, sure that's gonna happen, dude. The ideas of where Fast and the Furious could go that people put or, on this comment thread is amazing. I will say it this: is so good. It's gonna go one of two ways. You think it go Fast and Furious in space or Fast Formers? <laughs> I was, yeah. well, hey, Universal hey, owns one, both so of them. So. One, one of the things we're doing tonight, one of the movies we're making is uh, Fast and the Furious, The Next Generation. So that's <laughs> that could be a thing. Keep that in mind because we, we got to have new vehicles for them to uh, race yeah. with or or parachute I'm, out I'm of whatever. Still, I'm honestly, I don't race anymore, really. I'm still pulling for Fast and the Furious. I still think that that's, <laughs> I think that's the best thing we've ever come up with when it comes to the Fast Look, and the Furious Look, I just think it's franchise. important, full disclosure, Derek, my suggestion uh, for one of the leads in The Next Generation is Jai Courtney. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. That, that is absolutely a thing. Oh, God. We've got, there's nine people watching now. That couldn't possibly just be me and Danny at this point. <laughs> no, it's nine. I mean, I do have it on my cell phone, actually, as well, to I'm, buffer the numbers. But, I, am, uh, I am not on it. I am currently just posting up our selfie. Well, for those those other seven people. Oh, sorry, we lost one. Anyway. Oh, they're like, wah, fuck this. Wah, like, no, I don't want to be recognized. I'm out of here. Oh, wait, we're back. Uh, so, 
This is the whole show. I'm just like, we're at nine. We're ten. No, we're down. They we're must up. just be like, God, I, there's it's like so a telephone. Much, they're so much better when I only have to hear their voice. <laughs> I'm actually quite fine because they can't see my face behind this microphone. No, you're, you are perfectly positioned, right? Total anonymity. You look like it with a big how, red how nose. We, how do we do this? How do we? How do we hide our face? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, All right, Derek, you're good uh, now. So I mean, yeah, All right, there if, we go. You, if you are joining us, down. if you are joining us on Facebook, welcome. Uh, <laughs> if you're joining us on YouTube, welcome as well. Yes, or uh, or if you're listening to it tomorrow as a podcast, you missed out. Well, welcome <laughs> to the future. Anyway, uh, so let you know what, guys. Let's uh, let's get on with the show. Let's talk yep. about the people that allow us to be here. Everybody, you know who I'm talking about. It's sponsor time. <laughs> I again, I don't even want to talk over this. I just want to listen. Uh, first up, everybody, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse, conveniently oh, located like off the two ten freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California. The Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse has nightly food specials, drink specials, <laughs> live entertainment, pub trivia, uh, karaoke, all that kind of stuff. For more information, visit facebook.com forward slash e Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Oh, that's the new one, man. It's, the song, it's man. so good. It just gets you. It just gets you. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, which actually reminded me, I meant to review. No, I, I lied to you guys when I said back to school. I was doing cool runnings and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. I also uh, anyway. like that there is a delay and I can literally just watch myself do what I just did right now. <laughs> Uh, also, check out The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Enjoy a fabulous four-course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. And that sponsors everybody. Uh, next up, Community Calendar. Coming up May 4th, it's the May the 4th Fest at Riverside Municipal Auditorium. The lineup includes Stargirls Burlesque, Sith Fits, DJ Galactic Ray, the Alien Cantina Band. There's going to be an art exhibit, cosplay, all kinds of cool stuff. Doors open at 7 p.m. for tickets and information. Visit RiversideLive.com. Also coming up on May 13th. Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, California. That's right, everybody. Ontario's getting its own comic convention. One day only, May 13th. For more information, visit ComicConRevolution.com. Oh, yeah. And now, just, uh, just take it down a notch. Just relax to the sweet dulcet tones of the Captain Ron theme song. It, is it? It's, this, it's so good. This should not bring so much joy. No, it, but, but it does. It does. It does. It no. It absolutely does. And even just the way it starts, like it, just that sweet oh. ass build up, and you're just like, and then it. You're like, fuck yeah! Yes. I feel good. I cannot help but shimmy to this. Bring it on, Monday. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Let's move on. To you want to do current events? Do yeah, current let's, events? Do, let's do some current events. All right, well, we have to. We have a current event that's not so current um, because we missed it last <laughs> week. Yeah. So at the very end of the show, we remembered uh, there was some big news in the world of comic book movies, and that was that Josh Brolin was cast as Cable in Deadpool two. Yes. Uh, let's talk about it. Thoughts? Thoughts? Uh, I think it's a great casting choice. I mean, there there were 
obviously some other picks that I think a lot of fandom would have been into. Like, um, I don't know his name, but he played, um, he was in Tombstone. As, the, the, the guy. Yeah, the guy. The, the guy, guy the thing. The thing and the, the stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think Josh Brolin will bring a, a gruff and a, a very powerful performance to Cable, which obviously is needed to play that character. So. Uh, I will agree with Danny. Um, I actually think that uh, Josh Brolin is one of those actors that proves that um, he really can just kind of do anything. Uh, and I think his ability to uh, just act and be great and be kind of one of those character actors that can just dive into whatever the role is. Um, I actually think him and Ryan Reynolds will play off each other brilliantly. Uh, and I think that relationship that you're used to, um, I actually think both of those guys are going to do a great job in bringing those together. Uh, I agree. I think it's going to be a Laurel and Hardy of the uh, the X-Men slash Deadpool universe. Yeah, I, I think they'll do it very well. Yeah. Also, the name you were trying to think of earlier was yeah. Stephen Lang. Yeah, Stephen Lang. That guy. Yeah. yeah. That, that fucking guy. Now, look, I lo- don't get me wrong. I, I love me some Josh Brolin, but God damn it. Stephen, Stephen Lang, Lang would have been like, perfect. The man was born to look and play cable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, especially if you're going off of Avatar, Stephen Lang. Oh, I, perfect. I thought, honestly, I hate that movie so much. I just assumed Cable was in Avatar. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, and if you've seen most of the roles that he's in, I'm pretty sure he would just put his own eye out. <laughs> like, I don't even think there would be makeup necessary. He would just do that for you. I'm pretty sure. So, I'm pretty sure he auditioned like that, and they're like, you know, what? we're gonna go with Josh Brolin. Because he's already Thanos, but thanks, Stephen Lang. I'm I'm actually pretty sure uh, his character that he plays into the Badlands, where he can't walk. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> broke both of his kneecaps so that he doesn't. <laughs> he's like actually in the wheelchair. Yeah, he, he and still being a badass. Yeah, he snapped his own spine and paralyzed himself, but he has the ability to just snap it back <laughs> so that he can walk again. Yeah. Right, but let's, he's let's, dedicated. Do you guys think like Josh Brolin has the? the wherewithal, the actor chops, so to speak, to be Cable opposite Ryan Reynolds' dead, Deadpool. I mean, look, it's you're you're already asking a lot for me to believe that Brand is going to be Thanos. <laughs> so I, you know, can he can he be Cable? Probably. I I think okay. he can. I I really do. Here's my predictions for Deadpool two. If there's not a Goonies and or Thanos reference in Deadpool two. Ryan Reynolds, you failed me as an actor <laughs> and hope for humanity. I, I really do think that'll happen. I, I It has it, to happen. There has to be at least one of those. Although, I will say, I as much as I'm excited to see more Deadpool, I am a little concerned because some of the people that made Deadpool so great are not involved in Deadpool yeah, you 2. Mean, you mean like the director? Yeah. Tim Miller, yeah. Yeah. Makes, it just makes me a little nervous. That's but, all. However, however, we have the director from John Wick, which... Wait, really? I'm to- yeah. The- which... So if that's the case, uh, suddenly Deadpool's shooting style is going to be more like <laughs> it's going to be more uh, gun fu. Just yeah, one shot head headshots everybody. This fucking John Wick shows up in Deadpool. Uh, I'm saying he takes like, the mask off and it's, uh, <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> okay, that's another thing. <laughs> there better be a Keanu Reeves reference in this movie. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, no, you know what? I'm excited about it. I'm, you know, I think he's, uh, I think Josh Brolin is an, an accomplished actor, and I think it's better that they went with somebody who, uh, can probably pull that off, uh, over just a, a no name that maybe kind of looks like him. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think they're going to do it. Yeah, like, job. like James Brolin. <laughs> or Jai Courtney. Who or knows? Jai Courtney. 
No, I like Danny's James Brolin. James Brolin is the cable, yeah. Oh, is that man. guy even still alive? I don't, I don't know. know. Google him. He's probably making I'll, Beethoven I'll, 7th or something. I'll Google James Brolin right now, see when he died. All um, right, well, on that positive note, yeah. any other current events? Uh, guys, keeping with our theme of tonight, E old Fate of the Furious. <laughs> Has made nine hundred million fucking dollars in one week. Globally. Wow! What, wow! Uh, now fucking dollars. What's that in American? Um, that... <laughs> it's roughly like three. Okay. <laughs> like roughly like it's like it's like one dollar in one cent. Yeah. Uh, no, it is. I was astounded at that figure. What's even crazier to me is that. That it's made, it's going to clear a billion in about a week of mm-hmm. being released globally. And that is still behind the amount of money Fast 7 made. Like, that's how much money the, the previous film made. And that's how good this film is. And it beat The Force Awakens in its opening weekend. Uh, whoa, whoa. Bullshit. Yep. Yep. It absolutely on, did. Hang on. Let's it absolutely just, did. Let's dial it back. Well, let me, hang on. Banta Poodoo. When, when you said, uh, that's how good this movie, no, that's how popular this movie <laughs> is. Not how good this movie is. How dare you? I mean, I didn't hate it. <laughs> you didn't love it either. I mean, whoa. you gave it a three out of five or three, I, no, I no, gave it 3. a 3.5. 3. 3.5. Still. Let's still. Back it up a little bit. Still. That's almost square in the middle. I I was legitimately shocked that it beat the Force Awakens, and it did. It did. That's that's yeah, a fact. But look, you're talking like that's like 2016 numbers versus 2017. <laughs> there's kind of, inflation. Yeah. And there's that there's that Trump inflation. That there's, Trumflation. There's actually the biggest. It's in, tr- it's in Trump dollars. In Trump dollars, which are like so worthless. The movie's, so. the movie's actually bankrupt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a it, lawsuit it somewhere for They're, sexual harassment. They settled for some amount of money. <laughs> uh, no, and actually one of the biggest contributors to that is uh, the globally, Star Wars does not have the fandom that it does here. So domestically, The Force Awakens did significantly better. Yeah. But globally, The Fast and the Furious has such a huge market yeah. that it just completely surpassed. And They're smart. They 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 put it in various locations around the world. And, I, I, and, I, and I'm going to say this. I, I think a lot of that is curiosity as to Hey, how would Vin Diesel do without Paul Walker? Uh, I, I, I think it, a lot of it's curiosity. Well, you I, see, and I disagree with that though, because they've had that fan base since the film, the franchise kind of rebooted itself. Yeah, right. You know, um, yeah, yeah. It's just after, it has after, such a huge after that huge um, catastrophe that was the uh, the drifting of Tokyo. <laughs> Surprised they stuck with it. It was a it's huge really... it was a huge earthquake that did that. I think, right? Is that <laughs> Is that not, that's not the definition of no, a Tokyo Drift? No, that's, that's not what a Tokyo Drift no. is. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I, I hate to break it to shit. you. Shit. All right. Um, that's awkward. <laughs> um, also, the other piece of information that I have for you guys, uh, the Kingsman, the Golden Circle trailer uh, will be released tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I'm very excited about that. I was a huge fan of the original. Uh, I thought Kingsman was just a super sleeper hit for me, and that was such a surprise of an action film, and it was one of those movies where I never ever thought in my life I wanted to see Colin Firth kill people <laughs> until Colin <laughs> Firth killed people, yeah. and then I was like, holy shit, why have we been doing this all oh, no. the time? That that uh, that church scene. God damn oh, it, my dude. God, that was the greatest spectacle of slaying amazing. I've ever amazing. seen. So I'm, I'm very excited to see the trailer yeah. uh, and to see what they have in store for us, and I have a lot of faith in this sequel because nobody has left the project. 
So yeah, both every- Matthew Vaughn and his other writer that both did the first yeah. one, they're doing the second one. So everybody yeah. involved with the original is even characters that were killed. They're back. They're, they're back. back. Yeah. That's how much. That's how much <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> um, one thing I want to throw into current events is uh, James Gunn recently confirmed that uh, Guardians is going to have not one, not two, not three, but five mid to post credit scenes in Guardians of the Galaxy, and that is just. Astounding! It is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, it was also confirmed that he's directing the third movie, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. So great. Yeah, That's... more, more. Uh, yep. You know, all the more James you want. Gunny goodness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, current events done. I think so. I think some... that's that's all I had on my my book. Blast yeah. from the past, everybody. Oh. Alrighty. Yeah. So tonight. We've got, uh, well, now that I remembered what movie I'm actually doing. <laughs> I had to Google when mine actually uh, came out. I, so, well, yours is 95. Okay. Danny's is 96. God damn it, I'm going first again. Eh, well, hold on, hold on. Hang on. I, although I'm pretty sure Cool Runnings is uh, early 90s. Did Didn't you do early You did Cool Runnings no, last week. you did week. Cool Runnings last week. I'm doing it again. No. I won't stand for that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, we can do that? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm I just do- watched it again, but I saw it differently this time because I was drunk. <laughs> no, right, I'm, well, I'm doing blank check. <laughs> uh, no, back to school is, is uh, yeah, that's, that's, what that's it was. the that's one. That's right. Yes, yeah. Back to school right. is a, a 80s, 80s. Um, what 80s? You ask. 86 to be exact. So you are going first by about 10 years. Yay! <laughs> so uh, do it. Okay, uh, Escape from L.A. Uh, starring. Kurt. Why does it sound like you're like you're reading a synopsis? He's got. The, I have IMDb on my phone. He's got Escape from L.A. for right dummies now. on his Escape computer. Escape from L.A. starring uh, Kurt Russell, d- directed <laughs> by a Carpenter. No, John John Carpenter. John Carpenter. <laughs> and it is uh, Snake Plissken is once again called in by the United States government to recover a potential doomsday device from doomsday. Los Angeles. Doomsday. <laughs> Now an autonomous island where <laughs> undesirables are deported. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a very similar plot to the first one. It's it's essentially if you ever saw Escape from New York, just imagine the same story except in L.A. Yeah, almost exactly. Ex- I mm. would say just the, the, exactly. The main difference is it's the president in the first one, and it's the president's daughter in Escape exactly, from L.A. Yeah. That's the only who difference. turns out to have some horrible form of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. yeah, and she falls in love with a Che Guevara knockoff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've also got the uh, the the mighty Bruce Campbell. The mighty Bruce Campbell is a Surgeon General. That's yeah. right. And I will say that is probably one of the best Bruce Campbell cameos yeah. I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, because you, like you don't know it's Bruce Campbell until you look at the credits because he's so like he's got so much prosthetic makeup on. Mm-hmm. That it's just someone's like, look, we know you have a big chin. What if we have made, made it, it bigger? bigger? <laughs> Um, uh, but Steve Buscemi has a great little supporting role. Um, uh, Pam Greer as, uh, right. <laughs> Carjack t- Malone. There are way too many good people. In this <laughs> I, I like many how, good people. but it's funny because the way he's saying this stuff, it's like he's avoiding talking about how horrible the movie the is. actual movie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's got star power. It's good. Yeah, no. It's good stuff, guys. Because I, I watched it recently, and I regret it. <laughs> like, what was it Peter Fonda as the surfer dude? Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, if you if you liked Escape from New York, you'll probably you'll watch. like this one. <laughs> um, that being said, horrible, horrible movie. 
Um, just stereotyping Los Angelinos and the, uh, the, the gang mentality there is surrounding LA. And I mean, well, this was in 96. This was right? 96. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, a couple of years after the walk, the riots and everything. So you almost said Watts, right? <laughs> almost said Watts, right? Yeah. Um, but you have to look at it from John Carpenter's point of view, <laughs> which I don't. He, he, he actually thought that come 97, Skynet was going to end the world and everyone was going to forget <laughs> no, no, no. how bad the movie was. Not, not Skynet. Was it was the, the big earthquake of 97 mm, that, you know, right. everybody was predicting. That's right. That never really happened. Um, so yeah. Okay. So to start this movie off, there was a big earthquake that separated just, just LA from the rest of the United States. No other, no other part of California, just LA. Um, and so, thank God, <laughs> right? So, LA becomes this kind of like penal colony, and so the United <laughs> States government. You said colony, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> so the United States government pretty much exiles people to this this colony, and so um, to seek, I don't know, to re- rebel against her father and to seek asylum, the president's daughter takes this doomsday weapon to this rebellion leader in LA. And the president gets Snake Plissken, our lovable hero, to go get the doomsday device and the daughter and bring him back to the government. And then shenanigans ensue. It's it's fucking awful. Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's terrible fucking terrible. movie. With one of the single greatest standoff moments in film history. Oh, yes. I will say, though. Yes. I will say that. No, it's great. You're talking about the don't draw until this can hits the yeah. ground. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bangkok rules, motherfucker. Bangkok rules. And that's yes. it. That is it. That is there it. Is nothing else redeemable in which, this movie. Which all you really need to do is find a trailer for Escape from LA <laughs> yeah. because it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. And if you haven't seen the trailer, it's pretty much it's Snake Plissken. He's got his, he's got his 1911s and he's got like four guys and he's got a Mexican standoff going. Picks up a can, and he says, okay, Bangkok rules. Nobody draws until this can hits the ground. Throws the can in the air, and as soon as the can goes up, he takes out all four guys, holsters his gun, the can hits the ground, and then he says, draw. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful piece of it's, cinema. Look, I you guys know if you listen to the show how I feel about slow claps from last week's show, <laughs> and it is a slow clap moment. Yes. I have to say, it, it needed it, it sweetest really dicks. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there needs to be I a sweet. Just <laughs> in '96, I saw this trailer when I went to go see Independence Day, mm-hmm. and the way this trailer starts is like, "Welcome to blah 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 blah." Uh, there is no smoking. There is no meat eating. There is blah, 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 blah. And then you see your snake Plissken come over. Your rules are beginning to annoy me. And then it goes into the whole trailer for the movie. And then that whole Bangkok rules draw scene comes up and that sold the movie on me. Yeah. I, I watched it while I was packing, moving out of my apartment. And I, it was, even at that point, it was unwatchable. Like, that's how bad this movie is, is that I would rather pack and try to move than sit through Escape from L.A. But see, that's the thing. Like, if you, if you, like, watch, find the trailer. Find the trailer, watch the trailer. And if you are watching the trailer and you're like, oh, this looks like it might be a good movie. No. No. Yeah. Just stop at the trailer. You've seen all the good bits. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gas. Or, I mean, a blast. <laughs> you loved it. No, no, no. It's, 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 well, all right. The first time I saw it, definitely a blast because it's fun. Yeah. As an adult, definitely a guest. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's move back a couple years. Uh, do we have time? Yeah, we'll, we'll squeeze yours in before. Squeeze the break. mine in. Yep. 
It's it's about big kids. So I don't know if you can really. Well, <laughs> shit. All right. Well, uh, I did heavyweights because I saw that it was on Netflix. Those um, are big kids. And uh, it stars like half the cast from the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is every kid in this thing. You're like, oh yeah, the guy was in the thing with the the other kid that's also in the thing. Um, so it stars all these kids from the 90s. I'm not even going to go through them. Uh, fun fact, it was directed by a guy named Stephen Brill, but he also uh, wrote it with Judd Apatow. So oh. Judd Apatow is a uh, writer of this movie as well uh, as an executive producer mm -hmm. uh, for Heavyweight. So it was one of the first kind of feature films that he did uh, before he did like the big 40-year-old version or whatever. Um, doesn't have the Judd Apatow third act that no. can just be cut from the movie because it's <laughs> only like an hour and a half instead of four and a half hours. Uh, but so basically, uh, this kid from the Mighty Ducks, uh, gets home, uh, getting ready for summer break and his parents are like, you're going to camp. And he's like, I don't want to. And then they show him this cool video. And then all of a sudden he's like, it's a fat camp. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, you're fat. You have to go. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's the worst fat shaming, but also like body affirmation movie, which if they tried to make it today, there is no fucking way in this PC culture that they would ever make a movie about fat shaming kids. There's no possible way. It would be uh, heavyweights, but it would star everybody that's underneath 100 pounds. Yeah, it just, it's like, and the thing is, is like, they're all like 11 and 12, so like, they can't even really be considered, uh, like, they haven't grown into themselves yeah. yet, so it's kind of offensive, just in general. Uh, but, uh, but Derek, I think it's important that you know that the New York Newsday said it's hilarious, filled with nonstop laughs. Ooh. It is, ooh. it is nonstop would laughs. Would that be, would that be an accurate statement? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I remember loving this movie as a child, uh, going back and now watching it as an adult. So this That's kid only because you wanted to go to fat camp. <laughs> the blob, man. The fucking, the fucking blob. blob, right? Yes. I did that as a kid. It's awesome. Uh, but anyway, so he shows up at this camp. He thinks it's going to be awesome. And it turns out that the owners that all these regulars love, uh, no longer own it. They had to file for bankruptcy. And basically, White Goodman from Dodgeball, uh, <laughs> Owns it now. He's Tony Perkins, played by Ben Stiller, uh, and he's literally the exact same guy. Like, if you, I, they're the exact same fucking person. It's astounding. The whole time I was like, I've seen this movie before, and I don't mean that by I've seen heavyweights. Um, so he takes over the camp, and he's just awful to the kids, and then they have to battle against him. Um, I wanted to really enjoy this movie. I really did, because I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Oh, come on, man. That uh, go-kart scene was worth it. No. No, it really wasn't at all, actually. <laughs> uh, I honestly didn't really think it was that funny, and I didn't find it to be that fun. Uh, maybe as a kid, you might still enjoy it, um, but as going back to, like, Blank Check, I had way more fun watching Blank Check uh, than I did watching this. Uh, so, honestly, as much as I want to give this movie praise... I gotta give it a gas. I, I feel Ooh. bad. It hurts actually, but I really didn't care for it. Somewhere two... those loyalty checks to Ben Stiller are just like crumpling up and yeah, dying. It, That's I know. two gasps tonight, yeah. fellas. You better save us. Mike. Can we make it three? We'll find out when we come back from this commercial break. <laughs> same blast time, same blast channel. Uh, if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call, 909-360-8330, or messages on Facebook. Or you can leave nasty YouTube comments. Yeah, you can do that. There's a chat window here. Feel free to say shit. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, now I don't even want to go out. I just want to listen. We'll be right back. what you hear it, listen. what you hear it, listen. 
gon' give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to ya. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause yeah. I am Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio tonight. Uh, well, a little bit later on, we're going to be making our own Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but before the break, we were doing Blast from the Past, uh, two films, Heavyweights, and uh, <laughs> Escape from, from New York, you knew they. Escape from Law. Uh, <laughs> both got a ghast from Derek and Danny, so Bring now us back, it's up Mike. to me to save the day. With a little 1986 feature called Back to School, starring Rodney Dangerfield. And uh, you know who else was in this movie, guys? Robert Downey Jr. He was. <laughs> and uh, Oingo Boingo. And oddly enough, he was still playing Tony Stark, even back then. <laughs> he really, it's really was. Weird. Really weird. Um, so this is a film, if you're not familiar. Also, if you haven't seen it, clearly you haven't lived. Um, but it's a movie about... So Rodney Dangerfield plays Thornton Mellon, who owns... A, the Tall and Fat stores, which uh, I think is a take on the big and tall. Yeah. Um, and he's very successful. He's not very smart. He's not, you know, he never finished uh, high school or never went to college, that kind of a thing. He has a son who he is trying to put through college. And at the very start of the movie, he, they show him as a little kid talking to his dad. Uh, and he doesn't want to go to school. He just wants to work. Uh, and his father's a tailor. So it makes sense that he has now has this clothing business. Um, but at the start of the movie, at some point, he has the same conversation with his son at college where his son is not doing well there. He just wants to give up. And he basically gives his son the same speech. You can do anything you want to do. After all, you're a melon. Uh, <laughs> and then his son's like, well, that's easy. You don't have to do it. And he's like, fine, I'll do it with you. Hence. He goes back to school, everybody. Um, Now, I will say this about this movie. It has one of the best, um, I don't want to call it a theme song, but this fucking song right here makes me want to go back to school. I don't... Why? (laughs) It's fucking rocking, dude. Like, I know the message is just back to school, but... I mean, it screams 80s. But it does. Yeah. this this screams eighties montage, and they, this is plays while he's driving to the college. Oh, by the oh, way, yeah. no, for sure. Yeah, god damn. I don't even know who the fuck this person is, but it has a very like Michael Damien sound to it. It's, it feels like uh, the whole you got your microwave oven. <laughs> Here we go. Oh yeah! Like I said, I oh I, yeah. Fuck it! I want to go back to school. And that's right not now. that's not Oingo Boingo, right? No, because no. I know Oingo Boingo was featured well, in the movie because Danny Elfman actually does the score okay. for the movie, oh. and then uh, and then Oingo Boingo does like Thornton hires Oingo Boingo to play at a dorm party that he throws, which I think is the first time I ever heard Dead Man's Party, and oh, the okay. first time you actually get terrified at you know 
the sight of the Danny sight Elfman. of Danny Elfman. <laughs> he, I thought I thought he was Ripley from Aliens. <laughs> no, he just, is seriously, so go, scary. Looking. Go watch Back to School and tell me when he's on stage. You're not like Sigourney. <laughs> I was gonna say he looked more like um, Gozer from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Like just wow. to, but look at his outfit and everything, and you're just like, huh? All right, that's funny. <laughs> Um, anyway, so shenanigans ensue as uh, Rodney Dangerfield. He's just, you know, he's a very likable guy. He makes a lot of friends, but he does. He just throws money around because he's got it, and he and he can't get no respect. No, I can't get no respect. He actually gets plenty of it in this film. Not really, but mostly. <laughs> There's only one douche who doesn't really like him. Um, Is he Swedish? <laughs> British, oddly enough. <laughs> of course, British are always bad guys. European dick. That's right. That's right. Goes, <laughs> but I mean, just like he doesn't—he uh, doesn't actually like do any of the work. Mm-hmm. He like brings in his company employees, so, like has like a work center that does all his homework Jesus. for him and shit. Um, It's—I don't know—it's a very fun movie to me. I remember watching this as a as a kid, and there's a lot of stuff that on a rewatch, like it just went right over my head. Like how he gets into school. He has a, a scene with the dean who's Dean Martin, which is also a stupid, silly joke, but I love it. I love it. And the dean's like, you don't have any uh, uh, high school diploma, any credits or anything. How can we, you know, see fit to call you a student? And then it cuts to the next scene, and uh, they're on this future site of the Thornton Mellon School of Business, and he's donated a building, and so they're letting him in wow. as a student. And it was like, now that I'm watching it, I was like, ah, oh, well, fuck me. He bought his way into school. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Which, so, of course, is so fantastical. It would never happen in the real world. Oh, no. no not at all. No. Nah. You got to earn it. Or maybe it would. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, so the, the movie's a lot of fun. It's real silly. You know, it's uh, like if you're a fan of Ladybugs. Um, no. Anyone touche? Anyone? <laughs> you leave ladybugs alone. Now look, I will. I will say this much: the um, the script for this movie had a lot of people involved. Um, like Rodney Dangerfield is actually involved in the story, but the actual screenplay, Harold Ramis was one of the writers. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, that's good. So it's a good sign. Yeah, and it, like it, it, it. I don't know. It has a lot of good moments. Too. I can I can tell you. I don't think I've actually seen it. You should. Well, you should I will say this: the diving scene, in which Ronnie Dangerfield does the high dive, the triple linding. Yes, uh, I think that movie, that that scene, has gone on to live in cinema history. Hmm? Yeah, look, man, if you like diving, if you like competitive diving, this movie's for you. I, I do because there's like two scenes of competitive diving. <laughs> it's, it's my game, and one is Ronnie Dangerfield just doing arm farts. Or, or if you like Johnny from the Karate Kid, yeah. <laughs> He plays a douchebag in this movie I'll as well. Bet, I'll bet he fucking does. Or if you're like an obnoxious Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Look, there's a lot of things to love about this movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so it's a guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I am absolutely giving this one a blast. Uh, I've actually watched it three times in the last week and wow. a half. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's that, one of those. That's good, huh? It's one of those that I can I can just watch it over and over. Well, it's I'll, so... I'll put it to you this way: this movie was so popular that some forty one made a video out of it. Yeah, <laughs> did they really? They did. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. And one of the, it has a one of the best moments I think in the whole movie is Sam Kinison 
playing a history teacher. Oh, okay. I'm and sold. He, and he, he starts off calm and then he launches into that Sam Kinison like yeah. shouting as he chews out students. It's great. It's one of the best parts of the film. All right. So yeah. I don't know if it's available on Netflix or not. I don't think it is. I ended up buying it on Vudu. Um, so you can get it there for like nine bucks if you're right. interested. But I'm sure you can find it on some dark corner of the web <laughs> if, uh, if that's what you're into. Gonna blow a guy for it. Yeah. Wait, what? Actually, Madison, they have it. <laughs> Just making suggestions. It's on Pornhub. Anyway, um, oh, there are titties in this. This is 80s comedy, guys. This is guys. 80s comedy. There is yep. titties. There's one uh, moment of titties. I believe it. So, and it was probably rated PG because they didn't give a fuck back then. That's right. Um, so um, let's do this real quick. Uh, before we get into the heart of the matter. Don Henley, everyone. Uh, no, I, I was so. just about to sing <laughs> say it. Don Henley, you motherfucker. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't play us out to that song. Shit. Uh, I was going to play us out to In Too Deep by Sum 41. Nope, but, nope, that, right, nope. Don, Don Henley, heart Don, of the moment. There it is. You don't love me anymore. God damn it. <laughs> um, I wanted to... <laughs> But before, because I know, I've said this the past two shows, we don't give you guys enough movie stuff, so <laughs> before we get into talking Fast and the Furious, uh, Derek and I have recently started playing Overwatch. Yes. And so I Ooh. do want to just give a quick update to everybody who might be interested as to what are your thoughts on Overwatch so far. Oh, yeah. Um, I, you know what? I actually enjoy the game uh, way more than I thought I would. So this game has everything I don't like about video games. Uh, the fact that it's multiplayer only, uh, the fact that there's no campaign, uh, the fact that you can't co-op, um, just all, all the things that I enjoy about having games. So I was really hesitant to even get into it. Um, but I know that everybody and their mom plays this fucking game, uh, and people have said that it's really fun and it's a great game, so... And then you got your first kill streak, and you're like, I fucking love this game. Dude, I, they, I, I think I, I did this when I first started. I first started playing, and I was like, I was getting my ass kicked, and I literally watched like maybe two or three YouTube videos on just how to play the game. Came back, and I, I actually have not been able to duplicate how good that game was ever <laughs> since. Um, cause I did. It was like a, I want to say it was like a 15 person kill streak. It was 30 kills good overall. God. It was like two deaths. Like I, Owned. Absolutely. Who owned. did you main as? Uh, so I typically main as D.Va, um, but I've experimented with a couple of other characters. Um, some of these characters are OP as fuck. Um, and then other there's other characters that are like, they're only OP if you are just a fucking brilliant player. <laughs> uh, and I, if you're not, just don't even choose them yeah. because you will absolutely it, die. It is. It's one of those where if you see a Genji in the game, your, your say, first Genji. inclination is fuck. Because a good Genji will get play of the game almost every, every time. Every single time, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they know how to, it seems like their deflect is always on. on yeah. Like, it doesn't matter when you're shooting them. <laughs> Which is They not. just know how to do it. Their back's to you, and you start firing, and they're just like, ding, like, fuck. Yeah. But there's also the other character like that is Hanzo, where it's like, I have seen headshot. I have seen Hanzo headshot without actually looking at yeah. the person. Like you are technically kind of out of screen because the way Overwatch works is after you get killed, they basically want to rub it in and let you know how you got killed. So they show you the replay while you're getting ready to respawn. And there have been so many times where I'm just like, arrows don't penetrate walls. Stop it. Where they just yeah. like they're not even looking in your direction and they just kind of turn and fire and then. 
Hundred percent headshot, one shot kill, or, and you're like, what? Yeah. Fire before you're on camera. You just happen to run out as the arrow yeah. kills you. You're like, what the fuck are the odds? Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's. Intense. I've never been able to do that with that guy. I did l- last night. I want to say okay. Had a game. We lost the game. By the way, yeah. Uh, I went like twenty-seven and one. Ooh, wow! Nice. I it was Soldier seventy-six, and I was just wrecking shit. I was yeah. also staying the fuck out of combat. Yeah. I was about to say you were you were hiding in the back. I yeah. was, man. I was like picking off the stragglers. I was, I, absolutely. I, so my favorite character because I like to play Diva, and then I do like to play Zenyatta. Uh, Zenyatta is another one of those characters that just kind of hangs in the back, but. Um, I really enjoy playing him because he is so versatile. Like, you can heal, you can make it easier for your other team to kill people, uh, and if you're just constantly throwing stuff, you'll pretty much rack up. You can rack up a bunch of kills if you really know your role and just kind of stay in the back, especially if you guys are on defense. Mm. Um, and I actually play D.Va the same way. I'm not very aggressive with her, even though she is technically a tank. Um, I actually like to play her as more of a defensive-type character. Uh, I like to do a lot of blocking, um, but I also just, because her... Uh, firing doesn't require reload. I pretty much just fire in any direction at a constant pace when there's an enemy around. Um, so that at the likelihood that I'll tag somebody, yeah. I, the Overwatch works in a way that like, as long as your bullets hit that character, doesn't matter who kills him, everybody that like tags that person we'll get gets credit for that yeah. kill. Um, so when I, when I play defensively like that, it tends to work out a lot better in, in my favor. Yeah, I did like seventeen and one today. Actually, have you guys heard anything about like the whole Terry Crews hype that he's going to play Doomfist when they drop Doomfist into the game? I have not heard that. There's a whole campaign online to like because Terry Crews has he's visited the the Blizzard campus a couple times, and everybody's saying everybody wants him to play Doomfist when they drop the Doomfist character into the DLC or whatever. Yeah. And I'm I for one, being a fan of the game and Terry Crews, I would love Terry Crews to play Doomfist. All right, be cool. I um, you know, I I just tried because uh, we don't we don't play. He- you know, Zenyatta's a, a support character. Yeah. He's a healer. He's a healer, <clears throat> but he also like he can be a ninja. <laughs> like yeah, I he mean he really can. Start. I tried Mercy for the first time, and I have to say, if you're looking to just like. Uh, have a stress-free game, play Mercy. Really? Because you don't, your job is not to fucking kill anyone. So there's no stress. There's no like, <laughs> I gotta have a great KD spread, everyone. Just, just run around healing people. You get kill assists when they kill something and you're healing them. You get uh, medals like crazy for basically absorbing damage because you're healing the, t- the team. Yeah. And, and it feels really good when you get her ult ready. And like two or three people go down, and you're like, "Get back up!" <laughs> yeah, I've, heroes never die. I've started. I've started playing her, and now, like, it, well, there was a time where like nobody on the team would be a healer. I'd be like, "Well, I don't know how to play a healer, so I guess we don't have one." <laughs> so you pretty much become a chancy for the whole team. Yeah. Okay. And but now, now that I'm like, "Oh no, healer, mercy!" Oh, <laughs> right there. There's uh, that is one of the things I do enjoy and hate about this game is uh, there are so many characters to learn. You would think that with a limited roster of, what, 20-something people at most, um, that you really wouldn't, you you know, you'd lock onto a couple characters, you'd play everybody here and there, and then you'd be fine. But, like, every character, they all have the same kind of move set. It all kind of functions the same way. But they really are so versatile and so different that there's characters I've never actually tried 
in combat. I've maybe messed around with in skirmish where it doesn't matter. Um, but most of the roster, I, I think I have three characters that have over a couple hours of play and then almost everybody else is like three minutes and that's it. I'm like, I'll die once. I'm like, yeah. fuck this guy. You tried him once. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I feel you on that. Yeah. I, I do have four under my belt that I play okay. uh, routinely and that's, uh, it's Junkrat, Reaper, Soldier 76, and, um, Fatty. I don't like to fat shame, but, uh, Roadhog. Roadhog. Yeah, Roadhog. I did that on the live stream. I was like, I'm going to switch to Fatty. And then I was like, I was like, I, I apologize for fat shaming Roadhog, everybody. Derek, who do you mean? Uh, I mean Diva, uh, and then Zenyatta if somebody picks her. If somebody picks Zenyatta, I'm actually really hard pressed to find a character that I'm really good with. Um, I've messed around with Tracer. Uh, I've had some success with her, but not the kind of success that other people have had. Um, okay. I've messed around with Genji. A lot of those, like, speedy, offensive characters, like, they, they just require so much practice and timing and, yeah. and accuracy. I, and I, I will I say this. And I've been there when he's tried them and just when been, I, like, when I, play as, <laughs> when I play as Tracer, I, I put maybe... I don't know, I want to say like two hours a day just into practice no, she, with Tracer. You have to. With you her. have you to. You really man. have to. Because so much of her abilities require perfect timing. Perfect timing. Like, exactly, yeah. You have to, you have to be in the right place. You have to save your time manipulations at the right time to like zoom in and out. And, you know, I was, I even watched a couple of videos on how to play her and a lot of things that they were saying is like, you should always try. And they were saying it about Genji too, but those two characters, because of their mobility, you should get behind the enemy line, be that kind of person that disrupts their unity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that you can, yeah. you know, pop in. And then as Genji, you want to pick off people that you know you can take one on one. And for Capture the Flag, um, like I, I was streaming, I want to say last night, and there was a team, our team makeup was pretty terrible, uh, but we had a Tracer and a Genji, and as soon as the match started, I was like, we're either going to get our asses kicked, or these two are going to just ninja in, get their flag, and bring it back. We won that game in like three minutes, <laughs> because they did, like both the, I think the ninja got two, and Tracer got one, and it was just like, yeah, like, yeah. if they know what they're doing, yeah. Yeah, and and oh, uh, a good Genji and a good Tracer is one of the most annoying fucking characters <laughs> yeah. to fight against, man. It absolutely is. Uh, in the couple games I played today, I actually took on a pretty good Genji with D.Va and rocked his fucking world, and it was awesome. It felt yeah. so good. It's, it feels so good when you take yeah. out a good the, Genji. The endorphins that happen <laughs> when, as Roadhog, you can successfully hook a Genji and shotgun him in the face. It's better than sex, everybody. I'm, yeah, no, I'm it, pretty sure. It feels pretty fucking I, I, good. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. What are you talking about? We already established you and Derek earlier. Oh. I mean, well, that's that's me and Derek's sex. I'm talking about real sex. Oh. Well, you did make up your Damn. girlfriend, so. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah. You didn't think I remembered, did you, Danny? <laughs> okay, real quick, guys, before we take our next break, uh, and then we're going to start up with the Fast and Furious business after the break, uh, I'm still getting used to this stuff over here it is so very weird. in the live chat uh, we've got a couple of comments from zig ray says hey guys uh love it that you decided to join the live stream i just seen logan last night and feel that it was fitting for logan but a horrible demise for xavier i uh, said he mentioned to his girl after that they set it up for a sequel uh this episode for laura to take the place of wolverine what are your thoughts um 
You think that's where they're heading with that film franchise? With like the, 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 the X twenty three. I think X twenty three is going to take over as yeah, Logan. Yeah, I, I as agree. Wolverine. As Logan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just needs to grow a beard and she'll be set. She's like, fuck off. Uh, and I, I actually will agree with him very quickly on the on the uh, send off for Xavier. Uh, while I liked Patrick Stewart's portrayal, uh, I did feel like he met his demise in. A little bit too brutal of a fashion to where it wasn't really... He wasn't given a lot uh, once he met his end. And it's he's, he's been such an integral part of that entire franchise that I, I was a little disheartened. I also wish they it. would have explored a little bit more his whole issue. Like right. the fact that he basically murdered everyone, I guess, is what it was implied. Yeah. I yeah. wish they would have gone into some more detail on that. But yeah. yeah. Hey, they got, they got X-Men sequels coming out. We could see a horrible... Apocalypse for the X Men because of Xavier. I would actually, I would go see that movie. Fuck you, Danny. Anyway, no. Um, yeah. Are you actually fucking playing? I am actually fucking. Hey, right you guys called for it. Out of the matter. Okay. Well, on that note, I mean, it really, really does kind of fuel the the energy we need for Fast and yes, Furious. Yes, it does. <laughs> I just forgiveness. I, I just picture every time, every time Dom's Even in his charger, I'll like he's just cranking the Don Henley race music. Everybody, uh, they play at race wars. Anyway, we'll be <laughs> right back. And you went with the acoustic version. I know. And Hello, hello, this is Eddie Casillas from the Voodoo Glow Skulls, and you're listening to ChaoticRadio.com. You're listening to the Deadpool Show, starring me, Deadpool. What? What do you mean that's not on the cards? Oh, all right. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. <laughs> Chaotic. I'm going to go get some pancakes. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we are going to continue the long-standing Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, we're going to plan out their next few films, guys. Um, maybe not their next few. But uh, some in the very in the in the very near future. Um, so let's let's do the inevitable prequel. Yeah. To Fast and the Furious, <clears throat> Fast. Um, that's what we're just calling it. They weren't furious yet. They're they're high school, like early high school. They don't have licenses yet. So first and foremost, let's establish what is the what is the means of transportation that they're. They're street racing. I'm going to say Huffies and Schwins. Huffies, so bikes. Yes. Bikes. I mean, roller skates. Maybe some go peds. Yeah, no, I'm going with rollerblades, man. Let's fucking <laughs> airborne this shit, uh, dude. Let's. F- yeah, I agree with Derek. Let's airborne this shit. I would say skateboards, but uh, they already made that movie. It was called Gleaming the Cube with Christian Slater <laughs> yeah. and Tony Hawk. Yeah, Tony Hawk was in that movie. Well, in that case, was. they did already make Airborne, which is essentially <laughs> yeah. Shane McDermott. Also, roller boys. Uh, I never saw Roller Boys. I'm sorry. I'm 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 30. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of which, I would like to point out that even though these characters are youthful in in high school, 
uh, we're going to do the Hollywood trope of them being played by 20 and 30 year olds. Good. So it doesn't Good. like okay. you don't they don't have to be super young. So Zac Efron is going to be in this movie, right? Well, okay. like so for example, my casting choice for young Dom is Drake. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's who I'm going. With. Start at the bottom. Now I'm here. All right. And then the whole soundtrack is just going to be love songs dedicated yeah. to Letty. <laughs> so apparently, apparently. So Selena Gomez. All right. So can we agree? Selena uh, Gomez is Letty. That's that's actually who no is. shit. Are no, you it has me? to. Yes. It has to be. That's absolutely it has to I, be. That's absolutely what I put down. <laughs> Selena Gomez is Letty. Yes. Yes. But right there through the glass, Danny. Booyah! Wow, right there. No more window love. Explode. Yeah. All right. Oh my god! I want to is see that, this movie already. Is that is that who you have in mind as well? No, but now I do. And then Bieber is Paul Walker. <laughs> who did you? Oh my god, that's so much better than what I had. What'd you have? I I don't even want to say. At or this point. was it was it no, was who, it a Cody or what? If, no, J- it was it was Andrew Garfield. Just because I was just like, no. I need a young white guy. No, 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 no. No, no I, you're absolutely Justin Bieber's dude, perfect. Just for just for soundtrack purposes alone. Yeah. Although Jaden Smith is my Taj. <laughs> I like that for Taj. It was either him or Lil Bow Wow, and I figured they're no, okay. basically the no. same person. Bow Wow is uh, Tyrese. No, I got Kevin Hart because he's short. Yeah. Okay, that works. Yeah, no, <laughs> I like that's, that. That's good. Plus, and, plus I mean, like the way that Tyrese screams, like yeah. that's just yeah. like Kevin Hart's talking voice. So who, so, the f- who the fuck do you have as Hobbs? Uh, I look. There's not much of an age difference between these two gentlemen, but he he has about five years difference. I have Jason Momoa. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Hobbs. <laughs> You better hide that big ass forehead. And and my thought was Ed Ed Screen Screen Ed Screen as uh, as Deckard. I'd like that. Okay. Yeah, because this is also this. Even though they didn't meet until like Fast Seven. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We we don't. All those rules go out in the prequels. Somehow they all went to high school together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, And then there's even uh, young Han. Uh, my my pick was actually Brandon Suhu, Zach from uh, oh. pa- the Saban's Power Rangers. Uh, I was gonna say Brandon Suhu, Ludi Lin. I I was I was actually just gonna say any white actor in Hollywood. <laughs> no, it has to be Asian. It has to be Asian. I know. Oh, so Emma Stone. <laughs> Emma, yeah, Emma Stone is Han. Scarlett Johansson as Han. <laughs> Who was the kid who played Dakota Dan- Fanning as Han? Who played Danny Rand? <laughs> Finn Jones as Han. Finn, Finn Jones is Han. Oh my God! Finn Jones as Brian. Yes, yes, yes. He absolutely. Yes. He brings the exact yes. same acting to the screen. That- oh my God! Or you know what? I, I, and I, it hurts me to say this, but I almost go Jack Gleason as Brian. I, he's too good. He's like, yeah. Jack Gleason is too good. Uh, if you're going to talk about the acting chops of Paul Walker yeah, and yeah, Finn exactly. Jones. Yeah. Yes. Those okay. two. Those right, two right there. Yeah. Yeah. I no, buy it. Finn Jones. That's a fucking great addition. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, obviously, a lot of those were my suggestions. So if anyone has any better ideas for certain characters, let me know and then we'll make I already want to see this movie. I feel like. All right. So what's the what's the big heist? They have to knock over the liquor store, the local liquor store. Liquor no, store? no, no, no. There's there. Uh, they have to be like stealing iPods from the kids or like. Well, yeah. So like they have to, they have to right, do something before right, the prom. Right. Brian is still like he's like a home an undercover home home monitor. monitor. And there's been some, there's been some rumor about some illegal hall race. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine my screen. Do you know who I am? 
you know, high speed locker heists, that kind of thing. High speed locker heists. You know, except the owners of these lockers are getting pissed. They're getting ready to fight back. Wow. Oh my god. High speed locker, <laughs> and you still have Ted Levine as the uh, the principal instead of the uh, the chief of the FBI or oh, the LAPD. Yeah. He's the principal. Jesus, <laughs> wow. it's Toretto, Brian. <laughs> You've always known. You've always known. <laughs> oh shit! They're not stealing wait, DVD players. They're just stealing wait, DVDs. Time out. Time out. Who's Jesse? Somebody has to meet Jesse. <laughs> All right, uh, hang on. Maybe it's the girl on that plays uh, Jesse on it's Jesse on Disney. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I say put that uh, much thought into it. One of the kids that plays Zach or Cody in the Sweet Life because, of Zach or Cody. Because listen, somebody, somebody has to be in the cafeteria when Brian shows up, <laughs> and he keeps showing up, and he gets the tuna sandwich, and <laughs> someone comes up to him. <laughs> Hey, Buster. And he immediately looks at him and says, bullshit, asshole. No one likes the tuna here. <laughs> you got to preserve the integrity. You do. You really do. Of the All right, so who plays Vince? Who plays Vince? Who plays Vince? Zach Efron. Yes. Zach Efron is Vince. There you go. There you go. That is perfect. And and, and uh, Franco Jr. as Jesse. I, I dig it. I love that we go from a surly... <laughs> Probably Mexican guy, and his prequel version is fucking Zac Efron. <laughs> but I would like to see him deliver the line of bullshit asshole. So no one likes, likes the tuna, tuna here. here. Yeah. Woo! Oh wow! Can you Ooh. imagine? I can't imagine Drake just being like, "Cause, cause the Buster brought me back." <laughs> just no assertion, yeah, yeah. no aggression. Just doing, just doing this move. Cause the Buster brought me back. Just the idea of Drake trying to be Vin Diesel. <laughs> And me looking at him. No. No. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to see the romance blossom between Selena Gomez and Drake. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's also, it's Drake with a shaved head, mind you. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies, Brian. But I don't want him all, like, beefed up. I don't, like, no. I want no. it to look like he just walked in and did the role. Like, he didn't prepare yeah, for no, it. He's, anyway. he's got to be, like, Degrassi. Yeah. Degrassi Drake. Yeah, exactly. Started on Degrassi, now I'm here. Yeah, Degrassi Drake, for yeah. sure. What, like, in the wheelchair? No, not that far back. Okay. But it, that's, like, that, you know, right when he came out. That that okay. kind of yeah, not the so we say like we, not, can get, we can get a motorized wheelchair and really make this the Fast and Furious. Yeah, not not the I actually want to be Vin Diesel Drake, not that one. <laughs> All right, I, I think uh, I think we've made a good movie so we, far. Yeah, I think we've made a good film. I love this prequel, guys. So let's uh, let's let's move uh, not further into the franchise to uh, Furious. We've reached so after however many they make in between, it ends on Furious, where they're just so old. They're just furious. Okay, They're John just, Voight as get Brian. Get off my lawn! Okay. John Voight as Brian. <laughs> I mean, I guess that goes pretty good off us at my James Earl Jones Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman Taj. Or, or Morgan Freeman Tyrese. I had I had Grandmaster Flash as Taj. For what okay, then good. Morgan Freeman Tyrese. Actually, had Danny Glover in there. What do you? Oh, Danny I Glover, mean, I like too. Just because he's too old for the like, I feel yeah. like he could bring that same. I'm getting Tyrese. too old for this I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with Danny Glover. Yeah. Now, all right. Now I, I went with a bold choice for Letty here, Ooh. and I see if you guys see where I'm going with Maria this. Maria Dick and Cheetah and Lonzo. 
I was, that's I, that's a good that's a good route. But I'm okay, so we started hoping for a Rosie Perez. We started we started we started Selena Gomez right, and then she kind of moved up into that Michelle Rodriguez like tough kind of butch thing. So by the time she becomes old, she's actually just become Edward James almost. <laughs> I think I broke Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I just want to see the romance unfurl. (laughs) Tot. (laughs) I can't even wrap my mind. I I just can't imagine Letty at like 50 years old. And they're just like, look, we really love what you've done for this franchise. But I really think we're just going to go with Edward James (laughs) Almost. But like him still playing Letty. Yeah. No. With that crater face. Oh shit. Oh my god. Oh shit. Wow. Battlestar Galactica. I'm I'm sorry, guys. He he broke me with that one. That was Jesus. Oh man. Oh man. Now the the one I was not able to lock down, um, and I picked somebody, but I don't think it's a great choice. Uh, I think it's a choice. Like I would watch it, but. Uh, it's also a weird choice because we go from Jason Momoa mm-hmm. to The Rock to Mark DeCascos, and even though he's older, <laughs> he's obviously a lot slenderer. Uh, I don't know if it quite works. I, you know, I would buy it though. You know, you can't keep that kind of muscle mass up forever. You All gotta right. shrink down. Just and, a little uh, bit. I actually initial thought was um, Sylvester Stallone in like intense bronzer. <laughs> I'm gonna say Michael Caine is a uh, Deckard Shaw. I, I, can, go I, I can go with that. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can roll. I can roll with that. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Deckard Shaw. I'm Deckard Shaw. I just want to see Michael Caine whoop ass like Jason Did you Caine see Harry like, Brown? Well, no, but I mean, like, look how old he is now. Though. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, there's no way he's, like, That's doing, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I want to see that I, that <laughs> level of Stathamism. What I, that is an ism, by the way. What I actually... Uh, like, with Michael Caine. What I actually want to see is him have that fight... And then end up losing and then have to go back to Dom and be like, I failed you. <laughs> I failed you. And I'm sorry. And I'm just sorry. So, <laughs> just so that Dom can say, you failed me for the last time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you failed, fam. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting all the lines okay. in, Mike. So I just want to see this movie for the souped up rascals. Yeah, so that's what is what are they what are they driving? They're driving rascals, man, or golf oh, yeah, carts. Yeah, golf no, carts. no, up golf carts. There's there's some some shady shit yeah. going down in the nursing home. <laughs> and Kurt Russell still Kurt Russell <laughs> still Mister Nobody. <laughs> Just never ages because he's ages. a robot. And only only Dom and his colostomy bag filled team. Can solve what's going on in this nursing home, and they're, and they're racing powered wheelchairs. Oh, is that, yeah. oh no, yeah, yeah no, they all have rascals. They all have rascals oh, or golf carts. <laughs> They've got oxygen and nos, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they hit the wrong button. <laughs> Just trying oh to breathe. <laughs> he launched himself <laughs> out of the window. But of course, you can't die in a fast film. So bullshit. Still, what happened to Han? Still make it out. Han's wait, the only wait. one. But he's Jackie Asian. Chan is Han. If Han comes back, it's Jackie Chan. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went Donnie Yen just because mm-hmm. he okay. he looks more 
Okay. Like Connie. that actor. Yeah, like t- yeah. taller, slenderer. Okay, yeah. so uh, using that word. Gal Gadot's <laughs> character. Uh, actually, I say we go. We we kick this old school. Oh, you know what though? Like, why are we bringing? People yeah, back they, they would the be. Dead. They're dead, so they wouldn't even matter. Yeah, but if we did bring oh, Gal Gadot back, yeah. I say we make it. Um, and actually, I misspoke because I put Donnie Yen as a. Sorry, he's Han for the next generation. Uh, he's, he's not actually Han. There's got we got to we have to match those archetypes. Yeah, right. In the next generation, got it. Okay, but, but yeah, I took him out because I was like, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> so, all right, fair just, enough. Unless they magically brought him back, which I hey, I'm not opposed to it at this point. I, look. Because I, you brought The Rock in to bring the franchise back. What does it need now? It needs more Han. It does need more Han. It does need more Han. Okay. And honestly, look, if Letty can survive the explosion for no fucking reason, I think yeah. Han could too. He okay. magically rolled into a sewer manhole yeah, that was open. Right. So Giselle didn't die. Okay. And Gal Gadot's character does come back. Linda Carter. I see. I see where your head's at. I can you see. This. You see that? I, I can do. get on board. I'm on board, Danny. I see, see the Wonder going. Woman. I see yeah, where you're going with that. I okay. see it. I got it. Okay. Um, I got what you so what was the? What's the trouble that's brewing in the old folks' home? I don't, uh, there's not enough colostomy packs. <laughs> no, there there has to be. Uh, oh, fucking Ben Stiller just reprises his role from. Oh fucking, yeah, the evil orderlies. <laughs> he's the, they're evil orderlies. Yeah. They're getting that are, abused. That are abusing the nursing home. What if we, what if we borrow a page from the Fate of the Furious playbook? Uh-huh. Let's say Cypher comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Cypher. All right. Lay it on me. Who plays old Cypher? That is an excellent question. Joey Pantoliano. <laughs> <laughs> because he's up there now. The Sopranos was, you, was not kind to Joe Pan, go, Joey Pants. How do you go from fucking Charlize Theron? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Meryl Streep. Strong, Ooh, yeah, strong, strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel so. That's the next and evolution so, for Charlize Theron. They're, is having Meryl to, they're having to deal with zombie wheelchairs. Yeah, because <laughs> she hacks them. <laughs> because everything's gonna run off of Wi-Fi. Wheelchairs and rascals. That, yeah. Magically whip about the, the nursing home, but this time she kidnaps Dom's like great grandson. I don't fucking know that he didn't know, <laughs> he, he, had. Didn't know he had. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Anyway, <laughs> um, turns out he has Alzheimer's and doesn't remember that he actually had a. Grandson. Oh, that's great. That works in that setting too. Oh my god, yes. Oh wow. Oh, oh wow. Oh my. All right. Wow. I'm a fan. <laughs> that was I'm intense. already a fan. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Um, so now we're doing the next generation because obviously these guys, they're old, they're haggard, they're in wheelchairs. They got to they gotta pass the torch yeah. to yep. a whole new generation of people that are both fast and furious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Fast and the Furious, the reboot. Yeah. yeah. And we'll call it the next generation. Right. Because they're not... We're not rebooting it in the sense that these aren't the same characters, but they're the same archetypes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll God, have yeah. somebody who's, you know, who's got to be the, it's all about family. Yeah. You know, the Dom, the, the Hobbs, the Brian, the Lettys, you know, of the world. Yeah. So now, and in this, in this casting, they can be pretty much anybody. Right. Uh, it doesn't have to be like your CW90210 type actors, mm-hmm. just whatever you want. So, uh, and then we need to figure out. How far in the future this next generation takes place? What they're what they're racing? What the problem is? So going down the list, uh, I actually didn't nail most of the. I haven't picked most of them. I had a couple in mind. Uh, my Deckard, my Deckard archetype, 
the you know obviously the the sinister Brit who's a badass we have yeah. to have in there Tom Hardy yeah. strong strong yeah. so yeah. um so but he mumbles the entire time yeah yeah of course because he's, he's got a he's got a breathing apparatus on his face it's in the future Derek they're in space so he's got a he's got a thing that he talks like this anyway so no, no I'm not brain yeah I, I swear I'm not brain <laughs> I'm a totally different character entirely. Uh, and then I had uh, Chris Tucker down for the Roman type character. <laughs> you crazy, Dom? You yeah. crazy? Yeah. Just going back to that Matt, uh, the, the Tom Hardy so thing. Uh, Don't you do it, Tosh? Don't you do it? Now's not the time for racing. <laughs> that comes later. Oh shit. Anyways, and then Donnie Yen was my pick for Han for the that's Han good, archetype. Yeah, for the Han archetype. All right. Yeah. That's I mean, but that too, Don, too Donnie cool Yen's a little school. too old. I don't think so. Yeah. You don't think so? No. no. Again, it's not. We're not. It's not a reboot in the sense that okay. he's playing that same character. He's playing a similar. He's the token Asian of the film. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I feel like he's still relevant and sexy enough. I mean, he was just in Rogue One. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Kicking all kinds of ass. Then I say uh, the hottest piece of ass in that film. I say uh, Kofi Kingston for uh, Tyrese's character. Who? Kofi Kingston. He's from the WWE. Oh, that's why we don't know. Yeah, that that's yeah. Not, that's why I have no it's, idea. Matt would it know. It's quasi sports. Wait, didn't didn't we already pick? No, Chris, you guys picked Chris Tucker. No, we picked we picked uh, Roman's character. Chris Tucker is. Roman. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, Roman. Yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, then Roman is Tyrese. So. You want the ludicrous character? I want yeah. the ludicrous character. <laughs> it could just be ludicrous. It could just uh, be ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bow Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's already there. No, I, who who are the kids in the two? All right, we'll go Drake again. <laughs> <laughs> it's Justin Timberlake. Okay, got it. Perfect. No, that's Paul Walker. That's character. Paul Walker. <laughs> that's Brian. That's Brian. Oh, there I, it is. No, that's perfect. I'll yep. put that in there. Justin Timberlake as the Brian. That's perfect. <laughs> All right. Who? But who's the who's the Dom? Who's the alpha God, personality this is, in this in this next generation? Also, because we, it is it was established in Fate of the Furious that there's just a. There's fucking Toretto's everywhere, guys. Yeah. So this person is actually related to Dom in some way. Oh. This is like his father's cousin's former roommate. Whatever. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. Fucking... What does that make him? No. no. Absolutely in, nothing. In which that is case, what you're going to father's be. brother's uh, it's, former guys, roommate. Guys, it's clearly. Cousins. It's clearly Will Smith. It's clearly. <laughs> clearly, it's Will Smith as Deadshot, as Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Well, then you got to have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn as Letty. Done. Done. <laughs> I, I think we've just written this film, guys. <laughs> Who's Hobbs? Uh, or, the, or the Hobbs. Joel Kinnaman. <laughs> You're welcome. What? Joel I just, Kinnaman. I just want to have that moment where Will Smith has to say the line of whatever. Like, he has to say the tagline. I'm, I'm going to get you the, there. <laughs> like, he has to say it just like his fucking, so I we guess we're some kind of suicide squad. Yeah. Like, he would say some shit like, well, I guess it's all about family. And, like, the name of the movie is The yeah. Fast and the Furious, The Next Generation but he would do Family. It. It, would be, it would be very much like... Um, the in, Fam and the Furious? Picture uh, Bad Boys. Where they're like driving, like driving fast, and he's he just has to say it. Looks like it's time to get fast and furious. <laughs> uh, oh, shift the gear. Well, then in that case, fucking Martin Lawrence plays Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Have you seen Martin Lawrence? I don't care. I don't fucking care. Martin Lawrence, Chris Tucker, and Will Smith, all the loudmouth people of this movie, I'm in. You forgot Tyler should, Perry. But then shouldn't shouldn't Martin Lawrence be Hobbs? Woosa. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they can fight? <laughs> Again, we're just well at this point we're just making Bad Boys Three. <laughs> well fuck it, let's make Bad Boys Three. That's, it's a joint true. effort. Actually, by the time the next generation happens, Michael Bay has joined the the production. <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. what he does. Yeah, and then that's, Mark Wahlberg's in there somewhere. That's and then why James Cameron. And then James Cameron gets the no. The, that's the right. That's twenty twenty. That's why they're racing Transformers now. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, racing Dinobots. Yeah, fast formers. And the and the beauty of the system, the beauty of it, Derek, is that you can get the original cast, sans Paul Walker, uh, to voice the Autobots, <laughs> <laughs> and just have Dom's Transformer say, "I am whatever." I am Optimus. No, oh no, oh no. That yeah, no, that would be perfect. He all he can say is, "I am Optimus, and we are family." That's it. Those are the only. <laughs> The only two lines that no, he no, can no. say. No, no, no. He could say, uh, drive it like you stole drive it. Drive it like you stole it. <laughs> Ride or die. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Um, that is a lot of cross. Uh, I don't have Autobots. <laughs> I got family. <laughs> did we... Uh, oh, holy did, shit. Did we settle on a Taj? Did we, did, we, did we figure that one out? A Taj? Yeah, it's Martin Lawrence. No, no, no. That's Hobbs. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> we moved him to Hobbs. Uh, uh, wait, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. No, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. That's actually almost two on the nose, but I'll take it. And I didn't include, honestly, I didn't include their hacker female friend because I just don't really I, know. I don't care about yeah. her. She's she's expendable. Yeah. So she'll be played by Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> or Kurt Which Russell. I almost, my choice for Deckard was almost Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis. But I was trying to avoid anybody who's in the expendables because yeah. then it's just the expendables at that point. Well, so, we, I mean, we have just written Bad did, Boys 3 plus Transformers I, 18. I so. did end up choosing Ed Harris. I know he's not British, but he just looks... No, Ed Harris if is... You, if you took Jason Statham and aged him, <laughs> like, Ed Harris just looks like an I older Jason Statham. Ed he Harris does. as uh, Kurt Russell's character. Yeah. Did yeah. G-Man. Yeah, I've never noticed that before, but that is... Uh, yeah. No, he looks like Jason, Jason Statham in 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. But I mean, so does Bruce Willis. It's just, that's that, the bald that, thing, It's really. the bald thing, yeah. It is. <laughs> the bald white guy thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, so so they're racing uh, Autobots in space. I think in space is the next thing we have to do. Like, we keep the same actors, but we kind of have to come up with a new plot. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. We wanted to have a little bit more fun with this, so we're going to we're gonna delve into the Fast and the Furious and, like, other genres. Okay. Uh, like horror, yeah, or rom com. I got a great idea for horror. Okay, all right. So let's do this. Let's take our final commercial break of the evening. When we come back, uh, we're gonna, we're yeah, we're gonna talk Fast and the Furious horror. I don't even know what the fucking title of that would be, but we'll just figure furious. it out. She's pretty, pretty excited for the Magnificent Seven Furious. <laughs> it's the same movie just with seven characters. Friday the Thirteenth. Wait, what? <laughs> the Furious Magnificent Seven. The, the Furious Seven. That just sounds like it just sounds like Jason, but like tiny. <laughs> Friday the Furious. Friday the Thirteenth. Anyway, we'll figure it out when we come back. Furious Saw. We'll be right back. It's raw. It's- 
Unfiltered and Censored. It's live 24-7. It's chaoticradio.com. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio, puny earth creature. Now where did I put that Illudium Pew 36 space modulator? Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we have been getting fast and furious, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so before the break, we created some new films in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Their prequel... Uh, in in kind of middle school area, uh, early <laughs> early high school, mm-hmm. uh, we did their their last film in the franchise when they're all super old, and then we did the next generation. So now what we're gonna do? We're sticking with the theme of Fast and Furious, but we're gonna start genre hopping. Uh, so now what we're gonna do? This is the current cast in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, only they're in different genres of film. So it's still the Fast and Furious. But, like, uh, we're going to do horror right now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Fast and Furious horror. Uh, Danny, you said you had an idea. I have a great idea. Okay. I think you do Fast and Furious, but with maximum overdrive. <laughs> the the cars turn on them. Wow. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, no, I think really, that would be great. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not a bad idea at all. Oh. And then Emilio Estevez just has a, a cameo in the movie. <laughs> um, all right, so this—that's the horror horror movie that they're in. Suddenly, uh, there's this green mist around the earth, and suddenly machines have become sentient and violent, <laughs> and they start murdering people. So, uh, in this situation, who dies first? Paul Walker. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I meant which character. Oh, sorry. Which character? <laughs> yeah, oh, which? awful. <laughs> God damn it. Because in this version, <laughs> they can die. That's the horror. Or they stay the dead. Movie. I'm going to say, look, I'm going to say that because there's only there's only two characters we ever see getting any. Um, <laughs> well, so I, I say, I'm going to say as a, to, to, as a plot twist. I'm going to say Dom dies first. Whoa, bold choice. Like, no, Kevin Letty fuck, which is a cardinal sin in a horror movie. No, 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 no. I say this. In order to follow perfect horror movie tropes, the black guy has to die first, so it's either Roman or Taj. Yeah, but, like, Dom and Letty are the only... Really, they're the only two that have gotten down. No, no. Brian's gotten down with Mia. They have a kid. I mean, they've gotten true. down. But he's not there anymore. And did they get down on screen? No. What? You'd have to... If, I like, don't think with so. Because like no. I said, I said current. So Brian is no longer a Brian, cast member. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he is dead. So... <laughs> so I, I'm going to actually I, say either Dom or Letty. Or Letty. Usually the girl... I, w- I would go it. with Letty, yeah. I think Letty dies first. But she's the only woman. <laughs> No, no, no. There's that, there's that new chick from Game of Thrones. We don't count her. Oh. She's not family. <laughs> I did say current. She is current, damn She's it. We, current. Have to, we have to count her. Uh, so I should probably learn her And so is the, the Brazilian. What's her face? The Brazi- her from Brazilian. the Fast Four? Five? Uh, look, fast I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to crush your dreams, but there's something that involves that character in this current Aww. movie that will not allow her to be killed in this horror franchise. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that makes me sad. Sorry. Yeah, it was a nice effort, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like where your head's at. Mm-hmm. Just, didn't, just go see the movie. Didn't gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. 
Um, all right. Well, I guess. Well, what is that character's name? I have to look it up now, and I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I want to say it's it's, it's a masculine name, like Charlie or something like no. that. No. It, it it's a it it's like I mean it's not like Cipher but it is it's a hacker name it's yeah. not her actual name. It's an alias. Uh, I'll get to it. Keep talking. Let's figure what out. Did, so. We actually had the struggle when we went to do the review of the movie because yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, because I don't I don't care that's, about her that's, character. That's how little relevance her character has. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, in both movies that she's we've seen literally just eye candy for uh, the two black guys to yeah. make <laughs> something for them to, to fight make over unwarranted advances on her. And then she ultimately goes with Ludacris. Ramsey. 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 Her name is Ramsey. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, so she survives? Okay. Well, she dies first. <laughs> she dies first. Because let's be honest, yeah. she deserves to die first. She, okay. All right. So she, 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 so she gets to see what happens. What, see what happened, right? Yeah. Is that she's the hacker, right? So she's going to like try to hack the machines that have turned. Oh. Right? And they don't like that. They don't like that. So she gets a phone call and they're like, what's your favorite scary movie? And then she gets stabbed to death by a diesel truck. Do, do, the, cars, do the cars talk in Maximum Overdrive? No. But it's the age of computers where but, they can. But they're Autobots and Decepticons, yeah, so... It's all technology. So, so okay. a computer can call her, and it sounds like Stephen Hawking's on the other line. <laughs> this is horror. What's your favorite trans- scary <laughs> movie? Ah, ah, ah. Uh. <laughs> and then and then you have that that classic Matrix recreation yeah. where the diesel truck comes I mean, or it's, and she just puts her hand on the glass. Or it's fucking Siri. <laughs> yeah. I have found five ways to die in your <laughs> close proximity. Something like that. Right. And, yeah. then okay. she, and then she All dies. Right. And then she dies. Okay. First to die. Uh, how how do how does Dom and his invincible team that can now die? Uh, how do they defeat? The maximum overdrive. They cars. steal all the gasoline. Well, if they if you go by the original, they just had to wait it out because <laughs> after a few days, the mist went away and everything went back to normal. Oh, really anticlimactic. <laughs> it was the '80s way of solving oh. anything. Yeah, <laughs> just well. wait it out. It was one of Stephen King's first big letdowns. Let's be honest. Um, I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I like this idea yeah. anymore. Well, but it's Fast and Furious, so we'd have to ramp that shit up. Yeah, be explosions. I say uh, they go the uh, signs route and they just start throwing water on everything. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they'd have to like blow up cars. I think they and... have to team up with Cipher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for z- zombie cars. Yeah. Somehow she can like hack the cars yeah. and, and override. The thing, Certain so they ones. have their own army of cars that can fight the army of cars yeah. and other objects that are like because think about it, it's all technology, so fucking drones and shit. Yeah, <laughs> just no, it's murdering good. people. This is this is turning into a Transformers movie. <laughs> you just want the Fast and the Furious and the Transformers really to do. make a movie That's, Love Child. Look, they, honestly, if they were to make. Uh, maximum Overdrive today. That's what it would be. That's yeah, what. No, it, that's that's exactly no, what it would be. Right. You're right. Uh, can I can I make a horror suggestion just real quick? Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know what the title of this would be, but I really think the Fast and the Furious crew need to take on Jaws. I really just think <laughs> that they haven't gone into the ocean just yet. And well, I mean, so there have been four Jaws films. Uh-huh. So this would obviously be Jaws 5, The Mistake. Um, <laughs> oh, the shark still looks fake. Still fast, still furious. <laughs> Jaws and the Furious. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I just want to see them fast and the Jawsiest. No, nope. Jaws and the fastest. I don't know. I don't know what we would call it, but I, I do think <laughs> fast Jaws. Oh, God, I don't know. 
Fat's jaws. Two jaws, two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like somebody chewing. That doesn't sound right at all. The Fast and the Furious, the Jossiest Drift. That actually sounds like one of the worst porn titles I think I've ever heard. Two Jaws, Two Furious. Yep. Nope. Like, that sounds like something like where you've just wandered on the site for way too long. Well, how about long. this? How about this? They're doing weird we do takes. A, we do like, a crossover with uh, Sharknado. No, I just, listen. But they're doing, they're doing these, like, the, now it's the fate of the Furious, so it could be the... Jaws of the Furious. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, look, we've never seen them actually race with boats, and Jaws would be a that formidable foe for them, and if you really want to kill off Ramsey early, that's her. That's Jaws' first victim. She's like, Taj, I want to go skinny dipping. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Per- and yep. also, bitch, you can't hack a shark, so... <laughs> Unless it's a robo-shark created by Cypher... <laughs> And then they have to take on an army of sharks. I love it. But you still have all your horror beats. Yep. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Ra- hey, both properties are owned by Universal, so it yeah, could be made. Done. I, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Jaws and the Furious. Now that we've done that, what's the next genre? <laughs> Western or rom com? I was, was going to say Western. Okay. <laughs> the Furious Magnificent Seven. Each, each person only has one horsepower. It would, no, it would be the Magnificent Furious. <laughs> The Seven Furious Magnificent. The Furious Seven. Wait, that sounds like the Hateful Eight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, it'd be the it would be the Furious Seven. The, didn't they already make that? I don't no. know. They made the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, the Magnificent Seven is the actual no, name of the no, Western. Wasn't the Seventh Furious film named Furious Seven? It was named no, Furious. It was Fast Seven. It was no, that was Fast Five. <laughs> I cannot believe we're having this debate right now. It was no, it was it was it was Furious Seven, but it wasn't the Furious Seven. <laughs> I would just love it's to all, see because it's all about little tweaks. Because no, wasn't the first movie was Fast and Furious? The right? Fast and Furious. Was it the yes. Fast and Furious? It was the Fast yes. and Furious. Okay, because then they made a one later that was called The but, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it was just slightly different than yeah. the original. Okay, all so, right. So it's the Furious the Seven. Furious Seven. Right, Are which there is seven people because otherwise that makes no sense. But I, whatever. I think there, I think there is. Let's uh, Dom, Letty, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, yeah, I've got seven on here. That's oh, there we go. Sure. Boom, All movie right. made. That's yeah, it. Perfect. Yep. That's it. There's literally nothing else you have to do. Yep. <laughs> they, they and just... Cipher is like this uh, huge gold magnate kind of person goes into town. And then the townspeople are like, oh, we can't deal with them. So they hire seven outlaws. Because Cypher represents technology. So she is mm-hmm. building the railroad. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Through the small town. Perfect. And then they have to face a giant robot spider. Right. Are you thinking I of. You I hope you die. Wild Wild West right now? What it's a good we, cameo for Will Smith, though. Need, what if we just go back to the original plot? We, we skipped the Cypher business altogether. They're so. Uh, obviously, Brian is an undercover U.S. Marshal, <laughs> and there there have been a string of high speed uh, wagon stagecoach robberies. Stagecoach robberies, yeah. <laughs> and the stagecoaches are getting ready to fight back. So uh, this U.S. Marshal has to infiltrate yeah. and the they, outlaws because they've been coming up on him in high speed horses. <laughs> On high speed Broncos and uh Nope. Nope. <laughs> it would, look, it would make for some really 
intense horse they're, racing. They're, dri- they're driving Mustangs. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know that we can call it. We can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It would have to be, it would have to be driving Mustangs. Damn it. it would have to be a play on shit that, yeah. that are cars. Yep. It works so yep. good. No, it's, it's actually pretty brilliant. But we can't call it The Furious 7 anymore because we're abandoning that plot. So what is a stagecoach robbery western that we can add fast and or furious to? Uh, who gives a shit? Let's, let's <laughs> Wasn't there a movie called The Great Train Robbery or something like that? Probably. Yeah. All right. The Furious Train Robbery. Done. <laughs> furious Train Robbery? The Fast Train Robbery. I don't know. But whatever you want. But they're robbing stagecoaches. The Furious Stagecoach. <laughs> robbery. Robbery. That's How a little wordy. It? How about instead of young guns, it's like... <laughs> Fast guns? <laughs> Furious guns? All right, we haven't found the name for the Western just yet, okay? If you have out. an idea, we're shoot us an email or a text message or call in, and we will put out. your idea you're on a, the air. If you're a Western, we need help. We're striking out so hard on this title, guys. It's if you're not, a Western fan, you let us know. It's not working. We got the plot and the cast. <laughs> All right, so what, what makes it go? How... Here's my question to you. Yeah. How do how do the Chinese and the opium trade come into Ooh, this? Nice. They this, they introduce horses line. that can like swoop corners. Because no, in no, the no, original no. Fast and Furious, it yeah. was was all uh was was it drugs? Was no. it drugs? No, it was it was uh, DVD players. It was like car parts or some shit. Car parts. Yeah. And they all meet up at race wars. <laughs> anyway, uh so <laughs> I think I you think, make it that. You I make it they, race wars. I think it's still called race wars, but it's actually a race war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, because if, if we stick to the original plot, then uh, what's the, the Ricky Tran or whatever it is? The, yeah. It's like disgraced by his father. Right. Uh, yeah. So this U.S. Marshal infiltrates the outlaws and decides that, oh, no, it's clearly the Chinese with their weird opium trade mm-hmm. that are robbing all these stagecoaches. And then he finds out that that's not actually what they're doing. And then your guy comes up to him and he's like, it's Toretto, Brian. It's Toretto, Brian. <laughs> You've always known. Because he's, he's still Toretto, in this movie. And so, Toretto, he's not, you know. Okay, but here, here's the thing. I need Derek to do this for me, and I don't know if he can. Uh-oh. But I'm going to need him to try. Oh, no. All right, so we, you still have the scene where he's shouting about Jesse, but he's trying to do it in a cowboy twang. Oh, my God. Ugh. Maybe just slap a partner on there. I don't know. Is this is the Buster? Okay, that's not Jesse. No, no, that's no, Vince. That's, uh, no, 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 no. I know. He knows yeah, what I'm I talking about. Talking about. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Because <laughs> the Buster brought me back. Partner. Partner. Ding. I can't. I can't do it. That is so hard. I can't even imagine yeah. Vin Diesel okay. trying. I was going to say you completely I'm going to set this up for you. Just give me one second. Keep talking. I'm going to set this up. Yeah, I can't. That is uh, that is way too hard to imagine Vin Diesel trying to be a cowboy. <laughs> I just I can't even wrap my mind around how awful that would be. <laughs> I mean, it probably wouldn't put it. Uh, no, I, and it actually, would be. It would probably be very much like uh, the Magnificent Seven, where nobody has any. Kind of an accent. Except, De- Denzel is Denzel. Yeah, except for Vincent DiRonofano. And <laughs> wow, Vincent, did you butcher that name? Oh, yeah. I, re- I always have. I He's refuse. been corrected. He refuses to say it right at this yeah. point. Right. I'm, I'm going to call right. him Vincent DiPorno. I want you to say that line as Dom Toretto in the Wild West one more time, but I'm going to set you up. Ready? Here we go. 
Say the line. <laughs> wow. Because <clears throat> the Busta brought me back, partner. <laughs> I feel like that's it. That's all he would do. <laughs> and and uh, Paul Walker could still say, but I don't know if he uses the word dude, but <laughs> dude, I almost had you. <laughs> almost had me? You never had your horse. You never had your horse. <laughs> Ask any racer, any real racer. <laughs> and all of this because the good, the bad, the ugly just keeps playing. Oh, wow. Okay. Does that mean he owes him a 10 second horse at the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that? a very what slow horse. Now I've got to. No, he's like. Granny shifting when you should, whatever. He's like, double clutching. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> It's like, now I got to get loud. Jesse here to replace the shoehorns that you burned off the feet. But look, guys, it's still Fast and Furious. So even though they're on horseback, they still have Nos for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> it just makes the horse laugh. <laughs> Gives it that extra kick to catch the stagecoaches. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Nos on horses. Still yeah, fucking horse's eyes is like, ah! <laughs> Just makes the horse fart and it goes faster. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know, oh well, we all know based on our on the previous episode that we did, what they really do to get the horses to go faster is ginger up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh right. man. All right. Well, uh, I think that's over. Yeah. And on, wow. On that note, we're we've, we've got about four four minutes left, so um, we're going to stop all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, there's just not time to get into a rom com. Yeah. Um, maybe another time, another place. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I mentioned something last week on the show about Patreon. Uh, all of our patrons, if you guys have an idea about some extra content that you would like to see from us, a an, another show, a single one show that's just for you, just for the patrons, please uh, let me know your thoughts on what you would like that to be because we'd like to create that for you, give you a little extra incentive uh, for supporting us on our Patreon. I've only heard back from a couple people thus far, uh, but I'd like to hear back from everybody, so please feel free to do that. Give us ideas, guys. Throw out whatever whatever you want. We'll do this for you. You know, because like I said, I want you guys to have some extra stuff aside aside from just the, you know, the provocative negligee shots of, of Danny and Derek while they're sleeping. Um, I mean, they didn't even know I was doing that until tonight. So it's awkward for everybody, for sure. Yeah. But uh, I want you guys to have a little extra something special. So please uh, either message me on Facebook or um, email me, Michael at Jack of All com. That's nerds show. Dot com. Uh, and of course, you can find if you are not a patron and you would like to become one, you can pledge as little as a dollar a month to as much as 50. Uh, we appreciate it if you do. And you can find the link to our Patreon on our website, jackvallnerdshow.com. Um, also, coming up, guys, Guardians 2, two weeks from now. Faux Color Fantasies! Yeah! Yeah! Um, if you don't have a ticket for their private screening, get on it. 
because uh, I'm pretty sure those are going to sell like hotcakes if they're not sold out are already. They, they're already. I'm uh, pretty sure they're probably close. Pretty close. Right? Yeah, I think they are pretty close. I so. think this is one of those ones that. Yeah, uh, yeah so this, is, this is going to be. This is going to be uh, very packed. Yeah, very packed. So you know, check out Four Color Fantasies if you're in the IE, obviously. You know, we have some listeners in other countries. If you're in Scotland, sorry, can't really help you, but <laughs> hey, you should still go see the movie. Yeah. Get on over here. And if you want to come all the way over to America, to the Inland Empire and see it, hurry up. Yeah, Daniel put you up. Yeah. Um, we'll welcome you, Gordon Scott. I got a tent. I'll put you up. <laughs> uh, anywho, so yeah, check out uh, Four Color Fantasies on Facebook. I think it's uh, forward slash four, the number four, CF Rancho um, for more information. Anything else, fellas? Any I, other I, announcements? I think that's mostly it. Yeah. Uh, free comic book day is also coming up in two weeks. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's the same weekend as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and that is also four so fantasies event. So um, I will be there. I'll have a booth for Jack of All Nerds. So if you're in the area, swing on by. Say hello. Uh, say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Uh, maybe. Maybe pick up a Dark Crusader book or two. Uh, uh, or maybe maybe stop by the Starbucks and get a, uh, you know, a, a crappuccino. A, a unicorn. Flap. No, no, fuck you. We don't do that anymore. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> well, what do you mean? You don't want to taste rainbows? <laughs> I want to know what crack session conjured that hellish drink up to begin with. Yeah, the... Uh, hey, it was Instagram worthy. It looked pretty. What the fuck does it have to do with a unicorn? What well, was it looked like? Lisa Frank threw up into a cup. No, no. You, you, do you not know who Lisa Frank is? Nope. No. You remember those 1980s folders in Trapper Keepers that had the unicorns and Pegasi? You know? No, I had like superhero stuff on mine. Um, yeah, but that's cool that you're into that. I mean, you, know. <laughs> you have a lot of unicorn Trapper Keepers in your day, but Dan. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I don't have to explain myself to you guys. It's the heat. It's getting to me. <laughs> Just like Jim, he's truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly outrageous. Anyway, uh, yeah, you got, any, you got anything coming up? Uh, not right now, but definitely check uh, check my Facebook because I always put up new stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, so you can find us in podcast form on our website, jackofallnurture.com. Also, a new comic strip for The Dark Crusader coming out this week. And... The Dark Crusader Welcome to Danger City card game is finally done. Is it done? It is. I got the last piece of artwork yesterday, so everything is on order. So I'll actually have some copies of the game to sell at Free Comic Book Day. That's awesome. Guys, uh, I can tell you as a tester, uh, this game is a lot of fun. And the artwork is, oh, as always, the by Mr. So Jimmy good. Purcell, is amazeballs. So, yeah, no, it's it's you know. great. Uh, if you guys are uh, into the Dark Crusader, this is a great way to step it up. So check yeah. it out. All right, guys, this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later.